Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. We're going to go back a chapter to the second chapter of Revelation. We've been talking about the churches that John the Revelator was writing to through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was giving him the words. In fact, if you have the Bible, red letter edition, these are all in red letters. So these are the words of Jesus. And uh, and they're pretty straightforward. He's trying to get a message across to the churches. And we've been talking about that all week. We talked about the church of Sardis he wrote. We talked to the church of Laodicea. Today we're going to char- uh, talk about the church at Ephesus. And so, you know, God has something for all of us. The question is, do we have ears to listen? Are we listening to his Holy Spirit lead us and guide us? Are we being directed by him? I want to be directed by God, not by man. I want the Spirit of God to open up doors in our hearts. He speaks through man. He speaks through people. He speaks through leaders. And I pray that all of us will listen carefully to what he has for us. Our Heavenly Father, today I thank you for every listener. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their commitment to you. God, I pray you'd be with them. Be near to them. Show them you in a very powerful and mighty way. Lord, I love you. I thank you for the opportunity to share. And may I handle the Bible, the word of truth, properly. God, give me wisdom and understanding as I share your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, life is good. I enjoy life. I enjoy people. I, it's great talking to people every single day out in the world and, and wherever I go. It, it's just fun. I hope that you're enjoying sharing with people the love of Jesus, showing them and telling them about the Lord you serve and, and how he will help them and walk with them. I hope you have an opportunity to pray with people when there's struggles they're having, because we all have struggles. We all need encouragement. Hey, I, I want to challenge you to be an encouragement for somebody today. Encourage someone. Well, to the church in Ephesus, to the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name, and have got and you've not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love that you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do those things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Of course, we know the tree of life. We've heard about that in Adam and Eve. You know, we'd have the right. Well, here we go back through this. He says, I know your deeds. You know, if you worked hard, he's telling them you worked hard and you've persevered. Hey, you've you've stuck with it. You know, so he's he's encouraging. This is a very interesting uh, passage uh, today. He is encouraging the church. He's saying you you've done it. You've worked hard and you've persevered. Way to go. Way to make it through some tough times. And it says, and I he says I recognize that you can't tolerate wicked people. 
And you've tested some of those that have claimed to be apostles and have claimed to be godly, but they're not. And you've tested and you found them out. They are false. And you recognize that. You know, kind of way to go there. You know, way to way to understand. And, you know, I think he's virtually telling them, hey, you know, we shouldn't tolerate wickedness. We shouldn't tolerate evil. I think sometimes folks in our society, we tolerate evil. We see it all around us. We see it on TV. We see it when we hear stories. We hear see it on the news that people are being evil and tolerating evil and, and even ordaining evil, things that are not of God. They're ordaining practices that are wrong, that are not biblical. It is amazing, and we're calling it right. And he's telling this church, well, you're not even t- tolerating that stuff. You've, you've persevered. You've hung in there. And you've dealt with some hardships. And you haven't grown weary. You haven't, good job. You haven't grown tired. You haven't grown tired of, of, of living a good life, of being solid. And then he comes, this is very interesting. So this is all positive. He's splashing them with positive things. Yay. You get the claps. And then he hits them with their weaknesses. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Listen to that. You have forsaken the love you had at first. These people were probably so excited about the things of God and so in love with God that everything was centered around the things of God. And you know what? They just kind of let it go. Oh, they loved God in a certain way. They had some certain passions. But they don't have the same love they had. Some of you remember when you first gave your life to Christ, how excited you were. I remember when I first came to know Jesus. I knew. I think I've known Jesus since I was five, since I knew about Jesus. I've loved him. But when I really had an experience of Jesus when I was 12, when I realized that I really needed to recognize that Jesus Christ is my life and who Jesus Christ is, many kids don't understand the concept but they believe because they've been taught to believe, and they believe there is a Jesus. And that's what he tells us to do. But then it hits. Then the Holy Spirit of God gets a hold of our lives, and we recognize what serving Jesus is all about and what living a good life is all about. Well, he told them, hey, I, you know, you need to get back to what you had at first. He said, consider how far you have fallen. He says, consider how far you've fallen. You've gone a long ways. You've gone backwards. Oh, you love God, but you have gone backwards. People, look at your life. Analyze your life. Have you gone backwards with your walk with God? How is your faithfulness to God? How is your faithfulness to the house of God? How is your faithfulness in giving to the things of God? How is your faithfulness to loving your community and serving? How is your faithfulness? What is it about? Have you fallen? He says this to them. Repent. We hear this all through Revelation. Repent and do the things you did at first. Get back to your first love. Get back to loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Start serving Him. He recognizes here. We fall. We fail. Life isn't perfect. We deal with issues along the way, and sometimes we take a slide the other direction. And He's saying, recognize it. Recognize it. Deal with it. Move on. Change your life and repent. And then he says again, if you do not repent, uh uh-oh, if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Man, I'm not going to have you any longer if you don't want to repent. If you don't want to turn your back, if you don't realize where you've gone, if you don't realize you've struggled. He says, but you have this in your favor, 
So, hey, good. There he's coming back. Okay, he's nailing him. Then he's coming back. He says, but you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Those that struggled, those that would that teach perverse things, those that, that would change the gospel to, re, to tickle their ears. And he was telling them, you recognize these things. You recognize these people had some issues. And that's good. Because I'm telling you this, if your heart, get, your heart gets so hardened that you can't recognize sin, folks, then we're in deep trouble. If your heart gets so hardened that you start putting up with sin, you start justifying sin. We're seeing it happen all over. We're seeing churches all over the place. I know a, a, a certain denomination that's a great holiness denomination, denomination that are, are lovely, lovely people. I'm not going to use their names, but they're having a big fight, a big turmoil within their denomination of what's right and what's wrong and, and dealing with marriages and dealing with men and women and all sorts of things. And I'm telling you what, sin is being spoke about as if it's not sin. They're putting up with things that are not right and they're calling things normal that are against the very precepts of God because we start trying to change what God is saying. Live by God's word. He said, you hated the practice of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate because they were not of God. They were against the things of God. But yet so many in this world start turning and, and, and uh, putting up with sin. Then he says this in the last verse. He says, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, to the one who is victorious. I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. The one who is victorious. Who's victorious? You are victorious if you're walking with God, if you're saying yes to the call of God, if you're recognizing where you're at with God, if you're not starting to tolerate things that are against the word of God, if you're staying true to the word of God. You heard that. Sorry, I just put my hand over my mouth. You heard that song. Give me that old time religion. Give me that. Old-time religion, give me that old-time religion, and it's good enough for me. Folks, I want that old-time religion. I want that old-time truth of the Word of God. I want to live by God's truth. I'm so tired of us falling victim to sin and ordaining it and calling it right, calling things that are bad in the sight of God good and using excuses oh god loves god is god forgives everything and it's okay with god quit trying to put words in god's mouth i don't have to put words in god's mouth the word of god speaks it very true what is right and what is good and what is honest and what we need to be doing live by god's word if you do you're going to be victorious and you're going to inherit a place called heaven and you're going to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. You think you have good fruit. You know, I went to Thailand. I'm going to Thailand and Malaysia again here before too long. And you talk about great fruit. It's fabulous 
Oh, but it's nothing like the fruit from the tree of life, I bet. Well, folks, let's live for Jesus. He loves you. He has a great plan for your life. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.